Let us pray. God, who we know in many different ways, we thank you that you are like a father to us who gives us birth. We thank you that you are like a mother to us who covers, who comforts us. We pray, God, that you would help us in this time to know and to praise you in all the ways that Scripture gives you name. Amen. So welcome, everyone. Today we are celebrating Mother's Day. And so I uh, decided that one thing that might be good for us to see would be a number of images of God where God is described as being like a mother. Uh, there are many, many images of God throughout the scriptures. Some of those have gender. Uh, God is a father or a king. Uh, some of those, God takes up work uh, that is uh, in the culture of the people writing these stories assigned to one gender or another. Uh, so, for example, uh, God is a warrior, and in the cultures of these days, uh, only men would ordinarily be warriors, um, unlike in our time where people of all genders serve in the Canadian forces. Um, or, for example, um, preparing food was almost always done by women, um, even though in our time, uh, people of all genders prepare food. And so when God is described as feeding the people, God is engaged in work that would be seen as, as women's work. When God is protecting the people, God might be seen as being engaged in men's work. Uh, and so we use a number of, of images of God, some that are male and some that are female. And we use other images of God. God is described as being like a cloud or like a rock or many times like a bird, like an eagle. Uh, for example, uh, we know the beautiful psalm and song, uh, and I'll raise you up on eagle's wings, that depict God as rescuing the people uh, like an eagle. Um, flying away from danger. So we have many, many images of God throughout the scriptures. And there's a number of those where God is described as being like a mother. And so for this Mother's Day, I thought we would just look at those because they are a little bit surprising. Uh, these aren't Bible stories we read very much. So the first one we read was from Numbers. Uh, and in this, uh, the people are uh, have not yet entered the promised land, but they have left Egypt. And for 40 years, they wander in the wilderness. And partway through, they got a little bit grumpy. And I like this story because it's kind of like where we are right now, that we've, um, you know, we're on the journey in the midst of this virus, each of us in our own homes, and we've not yet entered the promised land of, you know, the day when a vaccine happens or we've defeated it in another way. We're in this in-between time, and sometimes we get a little grumbly. And the people of Israel grumbled a lot in their 40 days, uh, 40 years outside of Egypt and before they reached the promised land. And in one of these stories, they're complaining that they don't have any meat to eat. Um, and they're getting hungry and they like uh, eating meat. And so they come and they complain to Moses. And Moses gets angry and goes to God and says, like, this isn't my job. I'm not the one who conceived these people. I didn't give birth to them. I didn't carry them at my breast. Uh, implying that it's God who has done these things, that God conceived the people, that God gave birth to them, that God nursed them at her breast like a mother does. Uh, and so Moses wants God to feed them, which again, like I noted, is in his culture, traditionally women's work. Uh, and this is an image of God uh, used by Moses of describing God as not fulfilling God's motherly duties. And so God needs to feed uh, the children, uh, feed the people of Israel. 
interesting story, and one with some resonance, I think, for, for this time. And then we had uh, a poem from Deuteronomy, and it's interesting that most of the times where God is described as being like a mother are when God is angry with the people. I'm not sure what that says about how the writers of the Bible, their relationships with their own mothers, uh, but this is generally when there's a story in the Bible that describes God as being like a mother. It's a story of a little bit of judgment. So here in Deuteronomy, again, you have this image of God finding Israel uh, in the deserts of Egypt and rescuing Israel, like an eagle protecting its nest, hovering over its young. God spreads out her wings, takes hold of Israel, and carries him on her back. Beautiful image of the eagle rescuing and protecting uh, that, that describes God here. But then uh, in Deuteronomy, they find their way uh, God has done all kinds of miraculous things for them, feeding them and supporting them uh, until they get stuffed, fat and rebellious, thick and stubborn. Uh, and they turn to other gods, forgetting the God who gave birth to them. And uh, the last line in there, you deserted the rock that sired you. Literally, the word in Hebrew means fathered. You, forget, you deserted the rock that fathered you. You forgot the God who gave birth to you. God is described in this both as the father of the people and the mother of the people who gives them birth. Uh, and again, a beautiful story. Then we hear uh, from the prophet Isaiah uh, talking about how uh, God is the God who creates and gives life. And so the people should celebrate that though they might be suffering, God has not forgotten them. God will extend prosperity to the people uh, like a river the wealth of nations like an overflowing stream. And then there's these beautiful words of comfort that we used in our words of assurance. You will nurse and be carried on the hip and bounced upon the knee. As a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you, God says. That God will uh, carry us on God's hip and bounce us upon her knee like a mother uh, bouncing her child like her little baby. As a mother comforts her child, so God will comfort us. Again, a beautiful image of God as uh, being like a mother. Then in Hosea, we see this again, that Israel uh, is a child who God has summoned out of Egypt. Again, the mother imagery in, for God is often connected with Exodus. Uh, but again, they turn away from God. They sacrifice to false gods, just like we heard in Deuteronomy. Um, and here again, we hear God being described as being like a mother teaching the baby Ephraim to walk, taking uh, Ephraim up in God's arms, uh, wrapping them with bands of kindness and cords of love, uh, bending down to them and feeding them, which again is traditionally would be something that a mother would do to a child. And then there is my favorite image of God, probably in all the scriptures. Uh, I will fall upon them like a bear robbed of her cubs and I will tear open the covering of their hearts. I will devour them like a lion as a wild animal would eat them. It's a terribly violent image of God, uh, but God is described as being like a mother bear. And I think this is an important image uh, because sometimes when we talk about mothers and on Mother's Day, uh, there's a particular kind of mother that we imagine. You know, maybe she's in an apron and making bread. Uh, you know, she's always patient and kind. Uh, we imagine her as taking care of our needs, as being nurturing and comforting. And these are all good things. 
Good things for a mother to be. And they're good things for a father to be too, of course, or any parent. Uh, but it's important that in celebrating mothers, that we not say that that's the only thing that women are called to do. That it's good when women are called to be mothers. Uh, that's wonderful. And it's good when women are called not to be mothers. We know that motherhood isn't for everyone. And Mother's Day can be hard, of course, for uh, those, those women who have wanted to have children and couldn't uh, or didn't. It's uh, hard for those people um, who, whose life path led them in directions that meant that uh, they weren't mothers. And while they might be happy with that choice, uh, society doesn't always celebrate women who uh, did other things than being mothers. And Mother's Day, of course, also sometimes forgets that people who are mothers also have all kinds of other things that they do in their lives. They have rich and fulfilling uh, careers and jobs. They are friends and neighbors and volunteers. Uh, and that it's important on Mother's Day to not reduce women to just being mothers, but to celebrate all of who they are and all of the different ways uh, that people um, engage in their lives. And so that's why I like this image. One of the images we have of God is as a mother bear a who is so fiercely protective that she will destroy anything that threatens her cubs. This is, I think, a good image for God uh, because sometimes we need a God who uh, we can imagine being angry, who will protect us. Like a mother cub will protect her cubs, so too God will protect us. Like a mother cub, mother bear will destroy what threatens her cubs, so too God will destroy what threatens the vulnerable. I know I've heard from some people in our community in the last days of shock and anger at some of the evil in the world, at the terrible tragedy in Nova Scotia, at the murder of an innocent uh, black man just going out for a jog recently, at so many of the types of evil in the world. And so sometimes we do need a God who can be angry who will protect the vulnerable, who will protect us. And that's why I think it's good that one of the images we have of God is as a mother bear, fierce and angry, who will protect her cubs at any cost, because that's how, God, how much God loves us, how deep God's care is for us. And then we have the gospel reading, where Jesus says to, again, words of disappointment and anger and judgment with Jerusalem, how Often he has wanted to gather the people of Jerusalem just as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. That this is in the words of Jesus in both uh, Luke and Matthew in different ways that Jesus wishes that like a mother hen could gather her chicks under his wings, that Jesus could gather us under his wings. And here again, we hear an image of comfort and of love. And I believe that in this time where we are distancing and isolating or quarantining, where we are afraid and hurting, sometimes where we are angered by the world around us, that we know that Jesus wraps his wings around us like a mother hen wraps her wings around her chicks, that God loves us and comforts us just as a mother comforts her child, that God will protect us just as a mother bear protects her cubs, that God will feed and sustain us just as a mother feeds her children, that God is with us always, that even when we forget the God who gave birth to us, God does not forget us 
and God's love is with us now and always, on this Mother's Day and each and every day. And so we say, Amen, and thanks be to God.